Hi, everyone. Welcome to Metaphysical. In our last episode, we talked about mysterious crystal skulls that have been found around the world and are said to possess powers. But what about the nature of a crystal itself makes that even possible? What crystal skull phenomena have been found that are almost too strange to believe? And why are Dan Aykroyd, Shirley MacLaine, and other celebrities obsessed with this? Join remote viewer John Vivanco and me, investigative researcher Rob Counts, to hear the data John's team found and for a show that's out of this world. Yeah. How you doing, John? Good. Hello, everybody. Good. Good. Yeah. Crystals. Crystals. We were joking earlier in the week that if John and I had a band, we would name it the Crystal Skulls with a Z. With a Z. Yeah. It would have with to a Z. be. <laughs> it would have to be. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes it more rad. So, yeah, I mean, the what the the nature of, of crystals, we got into this a little bit, you know, in our in our last episode. Um, but, you know, I had this strange I didn't get to share this in the last episode. So that's why I kind of feel like covering this again is, is, is kind of interesting. What if we reversed reverse engineered a crystal based off of mythology? OK. So, you know, we talked about this in the last episode, how somehow the transformation process of a person cultivating transforms their body into like monks and stuff. It'll transform their body into this crystal or uh, transparent diamond like body, um, you know, arhats and in China are considered to have diamond like bodies, like body of diamond. Um, and I, I'm just wondering, you know, like I never, this never really occurred to me until we were thinking about it, but what if you reverse engineered that? Hmm. Are those crystals related to some type of now, even if it's on a resonance level, Hmm. are they related to some type of, you know, higher level being? Or the the body of some higher level being. I, I wouldn't even understand how, how that worked really, but the the idea is interesting because you know you were even talking about how each of these crystals did something different t- for you and to your body. Like this, the pseudoscience of crystal and crystal healing is a thing, right? It, it's just overlooked a lot. So I, yeah, I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I it makes me think of um, this old this old saying where I think this comes from uh, native, some type of, I can't remember which native group has said this, but when, when the universe was created by God, um, there was the earth and the earth didn't yet have all the imbuing of God. And so the earth cried for God to give it, give itself more to it right so it was created out of now i mean everything's god to begin with but this is the story and and god responded by imbuing itself in the earth as crystalline structures of all different forms and sizes right and so so some cultures think of gemstones and crystals as the pure purest most purest piece of god crystallized so, you know, I mean, it could just be from the natural beauty of it, but what, what's behind that ultimately is that, is that there's something in it because people have always felt 
that coming from crystals in general? What if they're also doorways? Doorways into source. I mean, it's okay. So Moldavite, for instance, Moldavite, that, that crystal that's found mainly like I think Czech, in Czechoslovakia on the surface. Yes. Um, that one is, is, is highly, highly, highly energetic, but it doesn't actually come from the earth. It's not something that grew inside the earth. It's only sitting on the surface of the land. Um, and we had remote viewed that, and that was related to some crystalline type structure that was used in a previous time that was responsible for creating a zero point energy situation. Um, and that those are pieces of it broken up, broken, wow. broken smithereens during one of the earth, old earth wars or cataclysms. It didn't come from the earth. And so it's like every single piece of crystal has this different personality to it. Yeah. It's like, it's like the many faces of God, if you want to call it that. Right. And so I think about that, that what the natives have said, have said about what crystals are. And it, it makes sense to me because mm. they're, they're very pristine, what it feels like to me in their consciousness, very pristine, very delicate and very, very punctual about what they do in general. But what if they're doorways? Like, what if crystals are doorways? What if they can be used as doorways? So I knew this when I was in art school. Um, I was in art school in uh, Laguna Beach, California. Oh, I went to cool. the, yeah. I went to the art institute there, yeah. and um, there was this guy. He was he was his name was Dr. Fred Bell, and he was a NASA whistleblower, um, and he had worked for NASA, all this stuff. My friend knew him because he took Kung Fu with him. Nice. And so me and my friend used to go over to his house and hang out with him. And he had like uh, the most massive pieces of quartz crystal with high powered laser beams shooting into them all throughout his house. And I didn't, I mean, it's like, I was, I was a kid. I didn't really know what to think about it. I was like, why, why what are you doing here? And he would like explain to me, how crystal technology is something that we know nothing about. And, and these things can open up portals to other worlds, can, can transport us places if we know how to use them. And he literally was trying to open up portals by shooting like these red lasers, super high powered lasers into the crystals. And it would just shoot these weird like pixelated patterns all over the walls and stuff. It's like you can see in the air a pixelated pattern shooting out of these lasers. So, you know, I, I think that they are, they can be used as, as doorways to other worlds. Now, what does that do to a body? Do, do you turn into that specific type of construct, crystalline construct that is transporting you? Is it different for every type of crystal? I don't know. I mean, they all have. Or, yeah, or is there like a recipe of crystals that you put together that will create the doorway or. Right. You know, right. That's yeah. Fascinating to think about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. No. Clue. Well, and what's what's and, but it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before, too, because. Monks that pass away or that I don't know what you want to call it, ascend or whatever it is, like when their bodies are left here. 
like, and they've achieved quote unquote Nirvana or whatever, people will find Sarira left in their body. Sarira are these like crystalline stones that get found in their bodies that no one else has. Like no, really? like non monks don't have these, but monks will have these, and and it could be Christian or Buddhist or whatever. We're not talking right. about like a, a denomination a here. Yeah. It's more of like the that a high level of like purity of body produces some and like you know the the Chinese think that it's exploded energy. That that when they're you know the exploded energy turn into this substance, but it's like a sort of like crystal rocky type of substance. And, really? And, yeah, for real. Yeah, we, we've we've actually had a couple of shows where we where we talk about this on on Edge of Wonder too, just because it's so it's so such an interesting phenomena, you know. Right, right. That's very very interesting. That's yeah. very strange. I mean, you know, like I said before, we've seen in data uh, where where a person, a human, that literally gets so pure of mind that it 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 transforms through their whole body. It's like their body transforms into complete crystalline light a complete yeah. total crystalline light form i don't know if that means the body stays behind and that something else happens to the energetic body right but but that finding the crystal is really curious in in these people who have died that way i mean that's really curious I thought I thought perhaps the body just disappeared, like the whole body transformed. Well, yeah, like a force, it like kind of like force evaporates or whatever, you know, like Star Wars, Obi Wan Kenobi, he just like disappears, or Yoda just kind of like disappears. Um, you know, oh, it, anything is possible, right? But we're talking about other dimensional things. Uh, right. I, you know, it's sort of like how many ways are there to skin a cat? Probably there's that many ways of ascension out there that we're not even aware of. Right. Um, you know. Right. Uh, death being one of them, obviously, because the, you know, different characters have taken that path throughout history. Right. Um, right. But, you know, the back to the crystal skulls, though, is, you know, these crystal skulls are um, reported to have some strange phenomena that that back them. Got a little bit of uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi on screen right now. The scene with Vader where he. Gonna do it. Yeah, he did. There it, it is. Yeah, that's what nope. I think happens. Yeah, I think I think I think you just disappear. I think I think you're going to disappear. <laughs> I think so too. Um, okay, so so the strange phenomena, right? Okay, I got a quote here. This is kind of interesting. Uh, quote: The first time I kept the skull in my home overnight, I was awakened by unusual noises in the house. It sounded like a large jungle cat was prowling through the house, accompanied by the sound of chimes and bells. When we got up the next morning, our possessions were strewn all about the house, yet all the doors and windows were still closed and locked from the inside. Huh. So either it was the CIA or it was other dimensional thing. Or a, like a poltergeist. I mean, who, where did that quote come from? That's a good question. That quote like came who, from... Who said that? I believe that was... Was this Anna who owned the crystal? No. We're going to find out exactly who it was from. You know, I mean, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of funky stuff that can happen around these things. I, I guarantee it. There's a lot of funky stuff that can happen. I don't just around crystals in general. I honestly, it's like you go back to that thing being being like this representation of a mystery from another world. Yeah. And and I just think that anything can happen. And crystals having this 
energy. I mean, proven piezoelectricity. It's like there's something going on with them that we don't that we don't know about. Like this is the thing that trips me out about crystals. We're we're if crystals were so important in the past, which they seem to be, and we see this in remote viewing data all the time, they were used for a lot of different things. Where that where that information go? Like why why yeah, don't why? we have that information? when they were so dang important. I mean, I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Well, maybe maybe sense. humans would develop too fast if that knowledge was known and it was purposely kept from us because of what it did to the last civilization that used them. I right, mean, the, at, reportedly, the Atlanteans had gotten pretty jacked up by the end of their civilization. They were <laughs> mating with beasts and creating like five-star figure like like animal things i mean like the genetics had gotten really screwed up yeah, you know yeah. I, actually i honestly think that's where the story of the minotaur comes from it, is I that, totally that's what i think too yeah, yeah is that it was some be beast left over from from atlantis that hercules had to like you know punch <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's what we've seen you know that's what we've seen like what what sinbad fights you know when you get yeah. into like the claymation Sinbad movies, it's like <clears throat> fighting the Cyclops and stuff like that. Minotaur Cyclops. Oh, yeah. all this, this is like all Atlantean um, uh, genetic engineering. Well, I, I think partly, but I also think that there were like, I think th like if we go back to the entire history of humans, I really believe there were so many more types of species of different things that had just over time, we lost sight of or they've gone underground or they're 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 in the ocean we don't know where they are anymore or they disappeared you know right. and disappeared like like went extinct because oh, yeah. i mean we're talking about like history of things like dwarves and hobbits and leprechauns and different weird things across the the european countries and then all we're left with is this very surface like human species and what science tells us is true and real right you know it could have been and it could have been all of that stuff, dwarves, fairies, mer, mer people, yeah. um, whatever, all of that stuff, that was wiped out a long time ago, but we've got the uh, giants now that, that are still like showing up as remnants on this earth because they were yeah. like, the last the, ones that were erased. The closest to us kind the of, right? To us, right? That we're aware of anyway. Right, yeah. Well, and, I, um, I do think that's what it is. You know, in, in talking about other planets here, you know, that the initial story of those crystal skulls, those 13, 12, 13 crystal skulls, is that each of the skulls contained information from the, the 13 populated planets in our galaxy, something like that, right? And that, you know, there was one that was sort of like the, it had all of the information and you bring them all together and something happens. Um, right. You know, so, you know, the idea that these crystal skulls could potentially also be a gateway into these other planets for different reasons is a potential as well, which is kind of I know, strange. Yeah, but that's the thing. So I, I OK, so going going back into that, it's like I've got to find out where that information comes from, because that information, it's like I it's don't too like, it's too convenient, <laughs> like just seems like a like the plot to you know another indiana jones movie that somebody made up that somehow everybody construes as being the i don't know yeah where did it come from 
Right. That's what, that's what I want to know, because I know that, um, I mean, some, some native, uh, populations will take on the current mythology that was created around it, uh, for whatever reason. But so I don't know. It's like when you get to the, some of these stories of native American elders, I think there was one story of native American elders went before the UN to talk about how the 13 skulls are coming together. But I mean, this could be a true thing. It literally could be. No, no, it could. But why the would you go in front of the UN? Like, oh, I'm going to go to the one world order. (laughs) I know. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of people trust trust those people in those constructs still. I don't know why when they've proven to not be trustworthy. So, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I mean, that that is really interesting to me because. Okay, so how many of these skulls have they supposedly found? I know. And we only really, it's only the Mitchell Hedges one that's like actually significant. Like we don't know who, like it's like the Ark of the Covenant. Where is it really? You know, it's probably in a warehouse somewhere that one of these big organizations, like that Mazad has or that the CIA has or something, right? And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's strange. It's like, why don't we, you know, could it could it be that this was, I mean, I'm theorizing here, but maybe that story actually was the native uh, story in Central America that then ended up kind of being retold by ancient aliens in some of these other places. That's my most likely stab at where that story came from is that if we went into the native cultures and looked, we might find it there, but we do have to like confirm that. I can't confirm that right now. Right, right. But I can confirm. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, go. What what can you confirm? I was going to say, I can confirm that that quote that I, I, I talked before about the jungle cat thing, right. you know, like being in the house and stuff. This was from Frank Dorland, a San Francisco-based art conservator that told that story to Richard Garvin, the author of the Crystal Skull book. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'd want to know if this guy had had a lot of paranormal experiences in his house before that. Agreed. Uh, I mean, you know, I just don't, I can't take these things at face value. I know me either. Right. You just, you just can't. Hmm. But I'm so, okay. So when you get to the crystal skulls that are apparently um, known and not, I mean, I've like, I've had people come into my remote viewing courses when I do live in-person courses and, and bring like a, a crystal skull with them and they wanted the crystal skull to kind of like be involved. I, I don't know. I just, you know, <laughs> literally like they want the crystal skull to like absorb the inner, the energy. Yeah, absorb something that's going on because it's because the, because according to the people that I've talked to, they have a personality that, that, and, and the person that has the skull is the, um, is the protector of it. Right is is the guardian of the crystal skull and the crystal skull is from a specific location now i don't know where they got that information where it came from and how they even got like a you know big crystal skull i suppose you can get those machine machine made now um and then and then it's imbued with whatever energy i have no idea because they do hold energy and they do hold a type of consciousness that i'm sure can mix that mixes definitely mixes with your own consciousness then then it's severely anthropomorphized. So I've had people come into my classes um, that have brought them and 
I don't know why they just do it mm. and they want it to watch because it wants to learn or something. So, so there is that, that happens with people on an individual level, but how do you separate that from the ones that are, are in the museums that the yeah. Smithsonian discounted? Like, because what this whole thing turns into is that, hey, that person's got a crystal skull and that person's got a crystal skull and that person's got a crystal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then they all start to claim that they're guardians of a certain type of crystal skull. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, like it just starts to get so weird spread out that you don't even know where to go with any of it anymore. It's true. You know, I, I will say something the the Indiana Jones movies, I know the last movie was terrible, the Crystal Skull movie, but generally the first three movies, after having done all of my research on different things at Edge of Wonder, I found to be unsettlingly accurate about some of these relics. Okay. What do you mean? Well, the first the first film, Raiders of the Lost Ark, if you were to combine the Ark with the spear of destiny, the exact story that Indiana Jones told is basically true. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So um, what's really weird, and we go over this in our Relics of Power series on Rise.TV, but the spear of destiny, um, the reason why they were looking for the Ark in Indiana Jones was because whoever had the Ark, they would be unbeatable in battle. And this is why Hitler was looking for it. That was actually the story of the spear. But the Ark also had some of these characteristics, so Hitler was also interested in it, but not as interested in as having the spear. Okay, the if you if you listen at the beginning of that film, he talks about um, <laughs> I can't remember who he cited that the 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 person with the foremost knowledge on the Ark was a guy named Ravens. Ravenscroft and Trevor Ravenscroft wrote the Spear of Destiny book, which has all of the information about the Spear of Destiny. Oh, interesting. So he was citing Ravenscroft and telling the story of Spear of Destiny through the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And it was like, and we, we're talking about Spielberg, someone who's known to have gotten information from different entities and told different stories, even like, even stories that are like, you know, um, you know, uh, Strange Encounters of the Third Kind. What was that movie right. again? Close um, Encounters. Close Encounters of the, of the Third Kind, excuse me. Um, so, it, you know, the the Indiana Jones, then then the second film, uh, The Temple of Doom, and what they outline about the thuggy cult and, and the stones, the Sankara stones. It's just I like strangely accurate stuff. Where was Spielberg getting his information from? Because it was right. like, it was fantastic information that you can track, right? right. And um, the third, the, the, the Holy Grail. The Holy Grail is literally like the immortality key. Like this is the, the story that like between Jesus's death and like 1300, everyone, like there were cultivators cultivating to achieve the Holy Grail. Like this was their, their path, you know? And the Holy Grail meant so much more than just, the cup Jesus drank from. It was like right. beyond that entire thing. And they retold the story they retold was, was strangely historically accurate and in the Indiana Jones and the last crusade. So what I'm trying to say is, wouldn't it make sense that they were retelling 
some of the Crystal Skull story properly in the Crystal, like Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. You know, and, and I'm not saying right. all of it because obviously that skull was made to have an elongated head and it looked like an alien and all of that stuff. But, you know, was it of alien origin? Was it does it do the things that they were talking about it doing in the movie? Like there may be some disclosure in there. You right. know, right. Well, I, no, I, I, I agree. I think there's going to be soft disclosure in these things, especially when it comes to a filmmaker of that stature. Uh, because, you know, I mean, we know that intelligence has been involved in Hollywood since, uh, I don't know how long. It's Hollywood. Yeah, it's Hollywood. It's, it's, since, it's, since the movie Nosferatu came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, I can, I, I, I'm sure, I'm sure that there's information in there that is absolutely correct. I think the, um, I think that with, with the crystal skulls, and you get to the, I mean, going back, like pulling it back a little bit and you get to the idea of crystal skulls and how it gets so, people get so excited about it. And then the, the story convolutes itself into everybody getting a crystal skull and then claiming power behind it, whether it's true or not, or whether it, yes. it, it take, begins to take on a power yes. because there's so much going into it because crystals will literally hold a vibration. They will hold a vibration. And I think you can probably get one yourself and completely focus on it and 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 bring a vibration into it that it can take like a tulpa can take on a life of its own. I've got to feed my crystal skull now. It's hungry, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So I think and so there's truth across the board. Truth across the board yeah. in a crystal soul skull because it's got crystal properties that 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 transform the ether right how do you want it to transform how do you want it to transform so but the ones that are ancient the ones that go back before this age that's with technology there's a technology most likely around that so that might be a little bit different than the ones that are created today ultimately. oh yeah yeah, and then yeah, and 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 of course, like objects can take on energy from people, not even just crystals. Crystals might be yeah. more absorbent, but yeah, they're haunted objects. objects. Yeah, haunted objects. I mean, Harry Potter yeah. type crap, you know? Right. right. Yeah, and uh, and that stuff totally exists. Um, but but yeah, so you know, what what's kind of was kind of interesting is Dan Aykroyd appeared on the Joe Rogan show, um not too far not too long ago it was a few years ago i think he had just come out with his crystal skull vodka or something yeah crystal oh yeah i know that Ed I, vodka. I got that for christmas once <laughs> seriously i did and he's got webbed toes they he's were like webbed. they were like give this to uncle john he exactly yeah he's the crazy one in the family exactly That's i was cool. like this is this is too like pop culture well for me. i kind of feel like a Aykroyd was allowed he must have like pr some type of connections to be able to get on the rogan show and talk about his vodka right. he probably made a killing for a little while and but but they actually brought some substance into the show because they were talking about the knowledge of the crystal skull a bunch of like uh ufo abductions and different things um and you can tell that that Aykroyd was a was a salesman in this episode. He's wearing the hat, oh, yeah, look at his hat. You know, constantly God. bringing up the skull to like it. And, you know, they're drinking for, like vodka from it. And 
Um, oh, man. <laughs> but whatever. I'm not criticizing him. I hope I hope he makes the you know he makes some money from it. But um, when was this? You um, know when this was? It was like two. I think it was 2018, 2019. Okay. Right. Might have been. We'll we'll find the we'll find the date. Um, but yeah. So it's 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 interesting because it, it's kind of gotten into our pop culture a little bit more, you know. And Ackroyd is is a bit weirder among uh, Hollywood folks. Like has been. Like I actually think he's kind of like Ray in Ghostbusters in real life. Right. You know, like he's analytical, but he's fascinated by it at the same time, you know. Um, so, yeah, there's there's like been a lot of this stuff leaking and there's been a bunch of movies, too. Um, you know, there there's been a bunch of movies and, you know, one I have to say this is really I, I haven't looked into this yet and I really want to. Reportedly, one of the Crystal Skulls was found in Ohio, John. What? One of the Ohio? Crystal Skulls. One of the crystal skulls was reportedly found in Ohio. Where, where? Allegedly, Serpent Mound. I don't know. Like, well, but who has it? Is it called Serpent Mound? I don't even know what it's called in Ohio. It's called Serpent Mound. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It, there well, is the Serpent Mound. I haven't been able to track it, but like right before the episode, I started finding information that one of these was found in Ohio, and I was like, John and I are going to have to go check that out. You know? Right. Yeah. Definitely. So, so one of them was supposedly found, but there was a crystal you know, where... skull conference there too. I think, yeah, right, right. So, so yeah, everyone brings their crystal skulls to the conference. Serpent so Mound can... is not in Ohio, though, is it? Connect. That's in Ohio, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You know, it is. You're right. I'm just yeah. making sure. I want to make sure I'm giving people the right information. Right. So, so they suppose really they supposedly found it there. I mean, well, I, apparently, allegedly, right? That that's interesting because that you know now or remember like the, the, I mean gosh, Ohio is a weird place like way weirder than I thought. Actually, the entire Midwest like from here to like Lake Michigan, Chicago is bizarre. The stuff that's around here, you know, I mean there's weird stuff everywhere, but like come on, how are these like giant mounds in Ohio? It's well, weird. so okay, so so in that article it said that thirteen crystal skulls were brought to the serpent mound in order to open up what the psychic energy or something. But these aren't like the original crystal skulls, right? No, they're, they're, they're probably they're just they're random. That, yeah. Right. That people, that people bought. And so I don't know, like, what's the difference? I mean, I just don't, I'm not sure. Like what's the difference between the old ones and the new ones? I mean, you know, yeah. get into remote viewing data. If you want to go into that. Okay, so they also, yes, we're definitely getting into that in a second. I'm just going to relay this to everyone. They also supposedly found one of the old ones at Serpent Mound. So that's one that, of the old ones. So, one of the so older that would have been buried. Yeah. And um, yeah. I think, you know, maybe their whole, think about when they did this. It was October. It's 2011. 2012 is upon us. The Mayan calendar is about to end. And they're like, let's join our crystal skulls together and see if we can stop the ending of the world. Probably in that voice. Right. And, you know, so they brought they brought all of those skulls together and, you know, probably and they, they, they literally stopped the world from ending. <laughs> it worked, guys. We're Good job. We're here. It worked. Yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I think that's probably what was going on is. But of course, like some of those crystal skulls could have been a hoax and not the original 13 that they had created back in the day. You know, right. Right. 
Right. Well, you know, I mean, it's like those crystal, the, the crystal skulls that they, like I say, the ones that were in the museums that had been in the museums for a while um, were supposedly fakes, but we don't know if they're fakes or not. I mean, when I, when I, when I think of fakes, I, 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 I just, I can't even fathom how they could be faked um, according to current understandings of where humans have been in general. I yeah. just don't, I just don't get that part at all. So I, I don't understand what would be real or not real other than through remote viewing and real to me. So it's like, you have to set the, 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 the boundaries for what's real and what's not real. Like the boundary for me is that the real ones are from another era. age. Yes. Age. That's it. And as far as I know, we don't have anything to determine the age of those. So we just don't like as far as technology goes. Right. So John, just, so, so John tell, so tell everyone what remote viewing is. And then I think you have view, you guys have viewed the Mitchell hedges. Right. All right. So tell us what you found. Yeah. Well, okay. So remote viewing first off, it was developed in the 1970s by uh, Stanford Research Institute. CIA uh, paid for that because they wanted to understand if they could use psychics as spies. And through that program, they did determine that they could, but it had to be in a way that was different than how people normally approached psychics. It had to be in a very controlled way. And the controlled way is by using multiple people who run through a methodology that they're trained in uh, and they are blind to what they are viewing. And then that information typically goes to an analyst and an analyst will um, kind of put all the congruent pieces and parts together to build a picture. So that methodology is what we use uh, in, in, in projects. It isn't like it's psychic information, but it's it's a bit more than that and a bit more precise. So. So when we looked at the Mitchell Hedges, like where this thing originated and why it originated is very old. Very, it is. very, very, very so the, old. So the specific Mitchell Hedges skull that you the guys The specific viewed. Mitchell Hedges skull is very freaking old. This is not something like within the last 10,000 years even. This is older. Like, this are we talking about millions? It could be. It literally could be. This is something that came from an ancient civilization. This is something that the data was describing as it was buried under under the remnants of an ancient, 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 ancient civilization. And it's been completely, totally forgotten about through time. And that the the current civilizations have built and built and built on top of it and that when it comes out when it came out uncovered nobody understands the connection anymore nobody understands like where it came from because that civilization is way long gone yeah. way 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 long gone we're not talking about the mayans we're not talking about the aztecs so this is the other thing too when <clears throat> When the Smithsonian comes in and says that, well, the Mayans and Aztecs didn't have access to crystal in Madagascar or Brazil. And so this is an, a debunking factor. It doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. Because it wasn't the Mayans. It literally wasn't the Mayans, right? And so when we looked at what it was about, first off, it's female. The Mitchell Hedges skull is is feminine in nature. I feel that. I can get that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it has to do with the death of a a female who was priestess-like, powerful, coming from a matriarchal lineage on earth, where matriarchy was what ruled, not patriarchy. And, and this, this, this skull was part of her death, part of her death ritual, where the skull is a remembrance, but not just a remembrance, this consciousness formed the energy of it. The consciousness literally formed the energy of it. Now, like this, maybe, this person, yeah. what's that? I was just going to say, like, first of all, you're blowing my mind right now because Scientists actually said it was female too, based on the bone structure. Oh, they did. Oh, they did. All right. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. But then there you go. Okay. You know, right right away when you're talking about this stuff, I'm thinking, you know, could be some type of technology that we don't understand from the past that was based off of types of rituals we don't understand. It you is. Know, it was a technology that created it. Absolutely. Mm. It was a technology that created it. People didn't like sit there and polish it for 300 years and it, they just didn't do that. Yeah, but they should have. That'd be interesting. They should have. Right. Maybe some of them they did. I don't one know. Those really old just... monks that are a thousand years old. Just that was his cultivation path was polishing the skull. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so this thing, this, this skull is, is an aspect of this individual's consciousness. And she was like this, she was a leader. She was a priestess. She was uh, highly energetic, um, highly, she was magical because, because our data suggests that these ancient cultures, okay, so right now we're materialists. We don't, we don't take into account ether, for instance. We don't take into account things that aren't super physical, everything outside of super physical doesn't exist but these other cultures knew how to work those that's why we have pyramids in these other cultures we don't know how to measure energy from pyramids so so we discount any energy even though it's it's apparent right it's the same thing with crystalline structures from the perspective of holding a consciousness or energy so this this feminine consciousness arranged that particular skull into a specific vibration in order to in a sense, still have this thing speak to its people. Wow. After it left here. But now here's the other thing. This is also alien, alien in origin as far as how the technology was created, because that was a time when aliens were more interactive with Earth, where aliens would come and go from this planet, where where the beings here would accept their presence and their guidance on things for civilization and culture. So you're saying that the culture that produced it was human, but it was influenced by aliens potentially? Yeah, it was in, it, it was influenced by aliens because because all that we've seen is that throughout the universe beings planet hop. They explore. They go from planet to planet to planet. 
uh, gathering resources, encountering new cultures and civilizations to see how they can spread. And our solar system is not outside of that. We're just right now, we're, we're, we've got our, our blinders on. We've been, the cage yeah, has been closed around us, right? Yeah. But in the past here, that it wasn't like that. It was not like that. The cultures here that grew in the past, according to our data, were involved with other space races. And so it was a normal thing. Like when we look at Moldavite, for instance, like literally what we got with that was a war that was happening on this planet between other races, humans, as well as space races. And one of the things that one of the races wanted was this huge crystalline structure that was a power plant that was Moldavite. And when this, mm. when, when they took this big device and started going out of the atmosphere with it, they were attacked by, it sounds nuts. This is the data though, right? They were right. attacked by another ship which which blew up the device and everything else and it li literally laid waste to the land wow. because it was so poisonous like radioactive to a degree laid waste to the land where in czechoslovakia for hundreds and hundreds of years it was like but the now, chernobyl of a past age exactly it was like yeah. a chernobyl someone's trying to make off with this massive crystalline like zero point device it gets blown up in the atmosphere and just rains down all over czechoslovakia oh, for, i can you know, totally see that Right. And so now you can buy a piece of that like device in a sense, um, the, the melted device that went nuclear, the melted device that went nuclear. That's what we've seen. I mean, it's, it sounds absolutely nuts, but you know, it's, it's where we go. You know, what's really interesting. <laughs> this is crazy. We're coming back at this, but from this was from our Holy grail episode. We actually had a little excerpt about, Moldavite. So that that um, relics of power episode that we did, some actually claim that the Grail stone was made of Moldavite. Right. Green, I've heard that. Yeah, green like the Grail is sometimes claimed to be and brought down from another world. So yeah. it's, it's interesting that most of these uh, stone Grail stories indicate that it came here from another place by absolutely higher beings. Moldavite. Absolutely. Weird, right. dude. It's, it's weird. Yeah. It's really weird. So it's like, it's a funny thing. So think about this too. It's like, all right, let's say you're a race on another planet and you have interaction with beings from other planet. They help you. They help culture. They exchange technology. You accept them as, as helpful teachers, as other beings that have other experiences. But right now, what would happen if we had those types of beings come to our planet, we'd either like treat them as gods or we'd try and kill them. Yeah. Right. I mean, literally, that's what would happen now, because nobody believes that kind of stuff exists when that is a, like a normal thing that happens in the universe. And so those beings, we think about this, too, those beings who. Who want to come to this planet to help to a certain degree, what do they have to do? They have to reincarnate here and they have to somehow keep an energetic connection to their past where they want where they where they have a mission to to bring other ideas from other space civilizations here and i think that's a lot of what people talk about with the star seeds you know people talk about star seeds well yeah it's that it's that thing because you can't now just drop into a planet in your spaceship and say hey i got this stuff for you no there are rules culture everybody's like ah or ah yeah yeah right shoot it kill it with fire Right. Now it's like, okay, you got to jump into the washing machine of Earth 3D physical reality 
uh, reincarnate as one of them and then or and the then trash dump whatever you want to call right. it yeah jeez man that's yeah that's fascinating and i totally agree with what you said like i think that that's how a lot of this culture actually gets spread down is that there are there are you know beings that come down they have a memory and a mission and they they follow they follow the mission and that's how a lot of stuff gets passed down you know except there is a lot of uh you know exceptions to that rule because we've got like a bunch of interference from i think from alien yeah. technology here right and yeah agreed agreed yeah we do <clears throat> we absolutely do that's another thing that we see quite a bit of i bet yeah yeah just just tons of interference and control and manipulation by darker, darker groups. Yeah. And, sure. and not so much. I mean, you know, I mean, we, it's like, it's like, it's like the, the, there's this sort of, from what I see, from what we've seen, there's this sort of like barrier where it's a whole karmic sort of thing. And a being has to go through its karma in order to learn Yes. And other beings won't necessarily get involved in trying to help a being out of that karma. No. Yeah. That's because against, it's the responsible of the, the individual or yeah. group of individuals that got themselves into it in the first place. Right. Yeah. Right? That's, so, that's how, that's how sin works. That's how karma works. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. So we can be manipulated by dark things because we're in that sort of karmic progression of it until we realize, Oh, we don't have to be that way. Yeah fascinating man this this episode has been pretty rad going through all of this bunch of a bunch of different interesting things that we went into too i hope you guys at home enjoyed this episode uh we're we're at the end of our um of our 45 minutes here and um john thanks so much for for being here this is uh awesome love this time we have together where we yeah this is great shoot the you know what um yeah and uh you guys make sure to follow us on social media and subscribe on whatever platform you're watching us on and hit the notification bell if there is one because we want to grow this channel as soon as possible and reach a lot more people and uh yeah rate us review us on podcasts whatever you can do um and thanks for being here with us john thank you so much did you have anything else to add um be vigilant and stay, stay curious. Salty. Oh, stay salty. <laughs> stay salty as those other conspiracy theory shows, John. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. The black pilled people will stay away from them. Exactly. All right, you guys. Well, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.